If you want to expand from an online preschool to a local preschool, listen to today's Preschool All-Stars story. Miranda Rodriguez had opened a successful online preschool using my program. Last time we spoke, she was teaching and looking to hire teachers for her online class, but she was also looking ahead to open her local preschool when the time was right. Listen in to discover how you can expand from online preschool to local preschool as well. As mothers who need to add money to the family budget, we thought we only had two options. Get a job and put our kids in daycare or start a home daycare. But what if there was a third option, a better way that would allow you to create a consistent income and make a difference in children's lives while still staying home with your kids? I'm Joy Anderson, and this is the Preschool All-Stars Podcast, where I'm going to share exactly how myself and thousands of other moms have created successful preschools so you can do the same. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Preschool All-Stars Podcast. I'm Bethany Johnson, and I am rejoined today by Miranda Rodriguez. How are you doing today? I'm well, Bethany. How are you? I'm doing great. So you were on our show, uh, it was about eight, nine months ago. And we are here to get a little recap. I mean, I've been seeing it all over all the Vegas pages, so I know you're killing it. So I need to hear all the details about what's gone on in the last eight months. Let's see. First, where were you exactly nine months ago? You had been doing the online classes, but you had not opened your in-person. Right. Yeah. So we've been doing the online classes um, pretty successfully and we were wanting to open in person, but still um, kind of figuring out the logistics of everything. Um, So we just opened um, in person this fall. Oh, exciting. Okay. So give me those deets on in-person classes. Definitely. Um, so we are in person, like you said, in Las Vegas. And so we um, have two classes, full classes right now. We're completely full. Nice. Um, so we have a Tuesday, Thursday group and then a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, and so, like I said, we opened up in the fall right now. We um, are in um, with a church. So we partner with a church. And so um, they have two buildings. So they have like their sanctuary and such. And then we're in the other building. Building um, where we have two classrooms, and then um, of course a couple other things that don't really pertain to us, but a couple other stuff there. So awesome! And so, are you renting it from them or using it for free? Okay, so we rent it from them. Okay, and was it? Did you choose that space because of the space or because it was affordable? Why did you choose that space? Um, So a couple of reasons. Um, I didn't want to do it completely in my home after Mm -hmm. we had gone through with it. and we don't have like a ton of extra space. And so um, I just kind of reached out to churches on a whim. Mm -hmm. Um, And this one came back super affordable. And I loved the lady who I've been working with. Like, she is just so awesome. And she really like believed in what we were doing. And so we were just like, let's go for it. Like, you can't pass up an opportunity like that. And then to have the extra space um, with the two classrooms so that we're able Mm -hmm. to, do you know, as much as we can in our first year. Yeah, totally. So is like, is the Tuesday, Thursday group in one of the classrooms and the Monday, Wednesday, Friday is in the other classrooms or are they both in the same classroom and you're waiting to use the other one? 
Yep. They're both in the same classroom. And so right now we do use it for like, like, so one is like carpeted and stuff and the other one is more tile. And okay. so we always use the tile one for anything, you know, messy or preschool okay. or snack or stuff like that. Um, but we are wanting to kind of put their own group in there. Um, once we get, you know, kind of the, again, the logistics down for, you know, those kiddos and, and getting extra people in, I didn't expect it. You know, I was just wanting to fill our one little class, you know, mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting to now be full and have a wait list. Um, so, you know, and we're thinking of adding the one thing that parents are telling us is that they would like um, afternoon classes. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's something that we're thinking of adding after the new year is to just launch with like an afternoon session, um, because parents are wanting it. And the cool thing is that a lot of our kiddos like that come part time with us, they go part time to another preschool in mm -hmm. the area. Um, and we that's actually been a big marketing tool for us because mm. we have multiple kids from that other preschool like oh we won in that class because we're over here on this day so oh nice awesome. nice yeah. yeah that's cool that's that's awesome um so let's see how you're not licensed right nope so you we have, only four have four kids four kids yep four kids okay and are you teaching it or do you have a teacher in there I'm teaching okay and what what are your times um so we run 9 a.m to noon um, and then in January, when we run that afternoon, we'll probably go 1230 to 330 will be that afternoon session. Cool. And how much do you charge? Um, so let's see our, we do have a five day option and we have one five day. So she's there all the time and she's mm -hmm. my little bestie, right? Like she comes <laughs> every single day. Uh -huh. um, and our five day option is 597 okay. per month. And then our three day option is 367 per month. And our two day option is 247 per month. Okay, cool. So how did you find the students that you have? So it's actually a really cool thing is that um, all of our students in our preschool classes at least have one Spanish speaking parent in the home. Oh, so cool. Some of our students have both their parents speak Spanish and they just want them to be immersed even more in the language. And some of them are like one parent speaks it and the other doesn't or the other is learning. Um, but all of our parents came from um, Facebook was our number one thing was Facebook. Mm -hmm. And then um, recommendations, like I said, so like um, one of our students, she goes to another school on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And after we enrolled her, I had like more phone calls after that, like, oh, we're nice. friends with so-and-so. Um, so that was good to kind of have that connection. Yeah. Do you have any sort of referral program or anything? You know, we don't because I feel like we just like launched so fast and then mm -hmm. like build up without me even like it just happened really fast yeah so when we launched the afternoon program I'm definitely thinking of adding one in just because it works so well online and I yeah. know it works you know mm -hmm. so um we're definitely going to add something in but right now we don't yeah I have like a 50 dollars like tuition credit right that's what I do yeah. and it's worked great it's worked great so what about your online class how is that is that still going strong Yep. So we do still have our online programs. Um, so those for me are all like, I hired a teacher for all my online classes, okay. uh, multiple teachers right now, just because, you know, I'm teaching and when I'm not teaching, I just want to, you know, I want to yeah, totally. my family and such. Yeah. Um, so we do have, we still have online preschool going and we have okay. five classes um, running with that. And so nice. in our classes for online preschool are between six to eight kids. Okay. Um, 
some of them come and go. Like we have some people that, you know, after school and going back to school and such. And then we do have um, a virtual homeschool enrichment. Nice. Um, and that was something that we launched this fall. Um, and we do have, we have three classes for the homeschool enrichment. Um, and we could, we don't have a ton in there yet just because it's new. It's a new program. And I have been so busy launching the in-person that I yeah. haven't done a ton of marketing for it. Um, but we do it by levels. And so we do have multiple classes just because we have students at different levels with their Spanish. And so we want to be able to aid them in whatever level they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also this fall launched a school age program. So that is after school for elementary kiddos um, and also on Saturday mornings. And so we have four classes of that school age program running right now. Awesome. How has it been um, hiring teachers? I just was talking to Joy in my own interview and was telling her, I mean, I've only had, you know, I only need one teacher to teach my in-person class, but I went through a bit of a struggle with my first employee that I hired. And now I hired another one and she's great. But I was wondering how that experience has gone for you. Yeah. So it's tough. It really is tough. And I, there's a couple of reasons why it was so tough for me. First of all, was I was so on the edge of like hiring teachers and I was, I was talking to joy and I was like, I'm so scared. And she was like, you know, what if they teach better than you? You And I was like, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That could be, you know? And uh-huh. that was like the very first teacher that I hired. She's like amazing. And she just really like was everything I could have asked for, but we did go through some ups and downs when we added the new programs and hiring mm-hmm. for those teachers. Um, and it just came down to, you know, this is like a groundbreaking opportunity, right? Like I want to give you everything that you need and deserve and want, but we're also a really small little, you know, just me trying to run this right off the ground. And so it's tough because you want to give them what they want and deserve, but it just, sometimes it depends on class enrollment and sometimes Mm -hmm. they fill at the last minute or they drop at the last minute or, you know, um, so that part has been really tough aside from my very first one, you know, but we're getting through it. You know, um, I have come to like, kind of be okay with more people involved, like kind of having more backups and having just like a team of people rather than just putting it everything into one person and, you know, keeping your fingers crossed. Right. But I am, I am pretty weary of, I'm gonna, if we do the afternoon class in January, I'm definitely going to hire someone. And I've already like kind of put feelers out and I'm like, Ooh, yeah, (laughs) it's really scary putting your business in someone else's hands. Really scary. And I feel the same way. Like I want to be an awesome boss and provide an awesome job opportunity for someone, you know, and I want to pay them well and I want to give them, you know, I I just want it to be, that's, you know, what was a huge reason if being my, being a boss, I want to be a good boss, you know? But, you know, we're also a small, small business, you know, I can't offer health insurance, I can't, you know, do that big stuff. And I do pay more than most, you know, most child cares I know of, I'm paying a good amount more. But like, I want to be able to offer even more, I want to be able to offer healthcare. And I want to, you know, especially because this person is great. And I really want to keep her, you know, so like, I offered it after 90 days, I offered a raise, you know, I offered whatever. But where I'm at in my garage, I don't have any room for expansion right now, you know? So like I, the more, you know, unless I expand, I can't offer more things to her, you know? So that's kind of like a catch 22. (laughs) 
The good thing that I have, that's like really, I have loved like with hiring teachers for the online is that um, I have been able to like meet and reach people. Like my very first teacher that I hired, she is from Mexico and she lives in Mexico right now. And oh, so wow. like internationally, you know, and I think that that is something that's for really cool. the students also that is like super awesome for them mm-hmm. to be learning, you know, so that's something like online, like that I didn't even think of when I started hiring teachers. And then when I got all these requests and people wanted to interview and I was like, where is she, you know, like I'm figuring out time zones, like that's I didn't really cool be international, but it is. And so that's something that I am really proud of, like in our program, like that's yeah. really awesome to have and, and for the kiddos. So yeah. How did you find your people? So actually on Facebook, really? <laughs> I basically run my whole business. And everything <laughs> on Facebook. Um, so yeah. So on Facebook, it's just like a teacher's group. It was a bilingual teacher's group. Okay. And, um, you know, I'm not sure if she was actually in that group or someone told her about it, mm-hmm. um, but that's where I've gotten a lot of my leads. Like I said, either seeing the post in there or, um, just word of mouth from there. But, mm-hmm. um, I basically have only posted it in there for my online classes. Wow. I have gotten hundreds of applications. Um, yeah, to try to weed out and pick from. So yeah, it's been great, but I am definitely, you know, again, on the fence, like I'm still diving into the in-person hiring, which I know is a mm-hmm. whole different ball game. Yeah. Um, so. It's hard because I want, I, you know, we're not a daycare, so I don't want someone who's just going to babysit the kids. You know, I want someone who's going to teach them. So I want, you know, which requires, you know, paying more, which I'm willing to do, but there's just such a balance, you know, like someone who's, and it, it is a great opportunity for anyone who's worked in a daycare or preschool, you know, like this is a sweet right. gig to have your own classroom of six kids, you know, right. it's pretty sweet, but it's hard because, you know, a lot, so many applicants I used indeed and like LinkedIn and like so many applicants off indeed. And it was just like a whole bunch of just like daycare, you know? And then in the descriptions, like I watch the kids and I'm like, that's not what I'm looking for. It's not what I'm looking for, you know? Yeah. And it's tough. And then it's like, I imagine it would be even more time consuming, like those, like interviewing and all mm-hmm. of that, and then getting them used to your classroom, you yes. know, like, it's hard sometimes to be that person yeah. to delegate and talk about, you know, it's all up here, but exactly. How do I get it to you? exactly. <laughs> it's all up here. Exactly. And I am very scatterbrained and I'm like, I feel like, you know, I'm not I probably haven't done the best job training and I haven't done, you know, like, and when my first teacher didn't work out, it was just like, I was, I didn't trust my judgment anymore on like who to choose and like, and like, what did I do wrong? What did, you know, so that was like a huge thing. I mean, it's all a learning curve. We're all learning as we go, but learning to be a boss is like a whole different game than like learning to be a teacher. Cause I feel like I had that, like, that was why I opened because I liked teaching, you know, and it's been definitely a learning experience hiring teachers. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) But I will say when you do hire that teacher for your in-person class, get an employee handbook and like put a lot of thought into that because you're going to need that. (laughs) You're going to need to refer to that and you're going to need it if they're not doing what they're supposed to. You're going to need it for training purposes. You know, like there's so I'm constantly like updating my employee handbook because I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about this. I need to put this in here, you know, but when I first hired my first one, like I didn't have it very together with that. And, and I regret that a lot. (laughs) So definitely get that employee handbook. It's a lot. And Joy has one, you know, I use Joy's and I, and I, I, you know, just 
whatever it took from hers, but still it's a lot. It's a lot to think about. I can only imagine. Well, you know, I'll be in your DMs when I'm, when I'm working. Oh yeah. Yeah. We can, we'll get, we'll get through it together. (laughs) I'm so grateful for the the person who's in here now, because I'm finally able to like step back and enjoy the baby and figure out all the business stuff with it. And it's, it's like, I feel like this is finally where I wanted it to be right six months ago when I took on this journey of hiring someone. So it just, you know, there's, there's learning curves. Definitely. And that's a good feeling to be there, you know, to be where you want to be and Mm -hmm. have your business running successfully. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So let's see, what is the biggest thing that you've learned since starting this journey? I mean, now you're, you know, you, you went from nothing to online to now local. So your dreams are, you know, you're doing it. All the stuff you set out to do, you're doing it. Right. You know, it's, it's, in person has been like absolutely amazing. And I loved online and I actually loved online more than I thought I was going to. Like I Mm -hmm. had the best time like teaching online and I was actually kind of nervous going to in-person because I was like, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a whole different ball game and I don't have the same preschool experience that a lot of people have. I mean, I've worked with kids for years, but not in this same setting. And so I was really nervous, but it is so my jam. Like I love it so much. Like I just love, and it's going to be hard if I step away from teaching just because I just love it so much. And this community of families that I am so thankful to have in my program, it's just like way more than I could have imagined. Like, you know, you think of, yeah, I want to go in person and, you know, we had some setbacks when we first opened and the pandemic and everything, but being there now, like with the kiddos is just, it's more than I can imagine. And I'm having so much fun, like more fun than I could have imagined. Right. Like who mm-hmm. gets to say that in their business, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You have fun every single day. Um, so it's really awesome. There have been some like roadblocks in terms of like, um, are, you know, because we're a bilingual preschool, we get, we try to get a lot of resources in Spanish and, and resources for our families in Spanish. Um, and that's something that not being from the educator space, but just jumping into it that I've noticed is that there is a real lack of authentic resources in Spanish. Mm. Um, and that's something that I have been actually working on. I have a new project coming up. And so, um, we're trying to just, you know, a lot of Spanish resources are like translated, right. Especially in the U S it's like, Oh, your favorite book, but translated to Spanish. And that just doesn't allow for the same type of learning at our preschool that we want to happen. Like that comes from a cultural standpoint. Um, and so we're working actually on a new project that I'm really excited about. And, um, our whole project is just going to be highlighting um, Latina creators and educators um, and all of their resources and trying to get their voices heard for other educators to -hmm. provide those resources so that um, we can have those authentic resources. Um, And so it's, it's brand new, it's in the making, but um, we're launching it and I'm really super excited and it could never have happened if I didn't have this you know, this experience in my preschool and kind of a roadblock that we're, you know, all Spanish educators are trying to get past. Um, yeah. so it could have never happened without that. So I'm really excited and I'm really excited to collaborate with a lot of other bilingual and Spanish teachers um, to make it happen. So 
That's so cool. I love it. It's like, oh, we, we, there was a need. There wasn't anything. And so we're doing it. (laughs) We're just going to fix that. We're going to fill in that need and we're going to make it happen. I love that. So are you, you're collaborating with, who are you, like, what kind of people are you collaborating with? Are you building a curriculum? Yes, actually. So I'm building it now. Like I told someone else, you could put curriculum development in your, you know, title. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we are building a curriculum, but, um, and the curriculum is in progress now, but before we finish it, we are interviewing just like you and I were interviewing, um, um, Latina creators. So any creators that are based in a cultural standpoint, any educators, um, and authors, we've partnered with a lot of authors, um, that have authors authentic text in Spanish to become a part of the curriculum. Wow. And so um, it is about the curriculum. And I do think that that will serve a lot of teachers. But I think the main part behind it is that we get to highlight all of these Latina creators and educators into the space that they are the most proficient in, right? Mm-hmm. That, they, that we need to learn from them the most. Um, and I've taken a standpoint, like, I know I'm not the main focus, the main voice of that. And that's why I kind of want to highlight all of our collaborators. And um, we do have a lot of people from All Stars that are going to be in on the project. Oh, cool. Working with us. Um, and so that's a blessing, you know, to be able to partner with them. And then we've just been partnering with educators I mean, all over the world, we have a Facebook group now that um, is international. So we have teachers that are teaching in the US, but are from other countries and just kind of all over that we're trying to hear their voices and hear their stories um, and collaborate with them. So, wow, that is so awesome. So cool. You're doing so many cool things. So many things. So So many. many. (laughs) That's awesome. And you know, you even, you know, because you're taking on all these things, if you don't want to step out of the class, you can always teach one class, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, get your teaching fix in, you know, and, and then do all the other stuff you want to do too. I really hope to, because I just, I love it so much and Mm -hmm. I really do. And I love my kiddos and it's been such a cool transition. Um, You know, beginning of the year, I, like I said, I was really nervous, but it's been a great transition um, and we're having so much fun. So good. Good. Yeah. (laughs) That's really hard. That pull to be in the classroom and to do other stuff. I've really struggled with that too. I like pop in for a little bit here and I, you know, and then I pop out and I'm just trying to pop in all day as much as I can, but while also doing all the other stuff. It's hard to manage that because that's the teaching part is the funnest part, not like doing bookkeeping and marketing and like that's not that much fun, you know, but that allows me to like be home with my baby. So I, you know, you got to make these sacrifices, but it's a hard pull. But being it just being able to do it for like one or two days a week for a couple hours a week. That's like perfect. That would be perfect. perfect. Yeah, that would be perfect for me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this was an awesome first update episode. I'm so glad to hear that you're just killing it. And I love seeing, I love seeing you pop up with your, with your posts. And I'm like, yes, there she is. And you'll be expanding soon. And it sounds like it's all going great. I can't wait to keep hearing about all the awesome stuff you're doing. Well, thank you so much. And thanks for the tips. You've been through a lot of the stuff that I'm working through now. So thank you for that. Um, And it's always awesome to come back and hear about other people's stories and share my own. So I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely. We love hearing these updates. I'm excited to hear how everyone's doing. I know. (laughs) Thank you so much for talking. And you have a great day. 
If you love today's episode, then you are going to love this. I want to give you a free gift in your hands. This is a copy of my book, Start Your Preschool, and I want to get it to you for free. Yes, I said for free. It is a 300-page book. It'll help you learn the step-by-step process to actually starting your local or your online preschool. Every single step that I walked myself through, as well as the thousands of women who've created their own successful preschools have gone through the exact steps listed in this book. Not to mention, I also share 20 amazing women's stories. So as you can see how not only did it work for me, but it works for amazing women just like you as well. I want to get you this free copy. Just go to freepreschoolbook.com or click the link in the description and we'll get it to you today. Again, just go to freepreschoolbook.com and we'll get it right to you.